0: Welcome to episode 16 of Live It or Waste It. I am David Guggenheim.
1: And I'm Dave Wine, and this is the show about getting the most out of your life. If you are in the
0: process of changing your life and you're seeking a community of like-minded people, then this is the show to follow. Join us on our journey of remaking our lives with the help of the Live It or Waste It community. The word of the week. The word of the week is paradoxical. Relax. Relax. The word of the week (laughs) is relax. What? You might think this show is not about relaxing. It's about getting up. It's about doing it. It's about living it, not wasting it. How can you do that while relaxing, Dave? How can you do that while relaxing?
1: Relaxing is all a part of living it. You can't have,
2: you can't sprint forever you can't
1: run without taking a break at some time because otherwise you'll die
0: it's important to relax it's important to to set aside some time set aside part of your week part of your day to have some human time you're going you're planning you're you're i guess it needs to be part of the plan right that's the thing
2: when you're planning your day, you got to also plan the downtime right. and to allow yourself that, but that's
1: okay. Make it a priority. Get out the, Make, get out the foam roller and roll the foam.
0: Roll the foam. I, I, how many foam rollers do you have?
2: I have 47.
0: 47. That's yeah. the perfect number of foam rollers <laughs> for every appendage on the body.
1: I'm telling you, if you don't have a foam roller, you're not you're not fully living it. Get a, it's get, that good. Get a lemonade stand if you need to to save up the money and invest in a foam roller. If
0: it's that good, I'm gonna invest in the foam roller making company. There
1: you go. All right. I I think I might do that as well. That's not a bad idea. Because this thing it gets me going in the morning in the afternoon and it relaxes me at night it's a tremendous tremendous little foamy wonder for those unfamiliar
0: describe what this little wonder is
1: it's a cylinder of foam that you just roll your back uh lay on the ground and roll back and forth on it you can roll your legs you can roll in any part of your body get your your shoulders your arms and uh, if you've ever been to the chiropractor, you know and they crack your back, you get a good pop in the back and it just releases the tension that you've built up, either through sleeping or from the day. I love it.
0: It sounds like a good holiday present. Yes. And I think relaxing and de-stressing is a huge part of today's topic. Because today's topic is burnout. Burnout. How do we avoid it when we have so many things going on at once? And how do you even recognize it that you're burned out? What, and what to do when you are, when you find yourself burned out? Burnout, baby, burnout.
1: It can be very serious. You know, we, you and I, when we started this journey of reshaping our lives, We flirted with a little bit of burnout in the beginning. Luckily, we had the wherewithal to pull back the reins and take a few days off and relax. See what I did there? Yeah. And uh, we avoided burnout. Burnout isn't just being overwhelmed or stressed. Burnout is is a lot worse. And this is a clinical thing, right? I mean, we're not just. Making something up here. Yeah, no, this is not just something we're coming up with. It's something important that we need to talk about because uh, apparently from, from what we've researched that it could lead to you know serious depression or even suicide.
0: If gone undiagnosed. And today we're going to be going over some of the symptoms and some of the ways to recognize it. Diagnose it, avoid it, absolutely. And if, you, if, if some of the things that we're talking about today resonate with you then, and you're not seeing a therapist, then that might be the first course of, of treatment is to say, hey, maybe I'm dealing with something. I need to get help because part of what we're going to be talking about and this is especially for men, is there are inability to ask for help when we encounter this stuff. Right. Right? And so while we certainly try to be inspirational, to be part of a community keeping us all on track and aware and living it and not wasting it, sometimes you need professional help. So if some of these things are resonating with you, we do please encourage you to go get help because that's something that, that, that Dave and I have, have done in, in the past and, and continue to in, in many ways. And it's helpful and might just end up saving your life.
1: Yeah. Or if you know someone else who, who's exhibiting some of these symptoms that we're going to be talking about, reach out to them because you could be saving theirs. You know, this yeah. is, Take this very seriously.
0: And again, uh, this could be that a-hole ruining your life on a daily basis, might be somebody dealing with burnout. Burnout. And so maybe they're not an a-hole. Maybe there's somebody struggling and need, um, need that uh, gentle intervention. And so we're going to be talking about that. So Dave, I mean, we all sort of have a general sense of what burnout is, but what before we get into burnout and its symptoms,
2: what is causing the burnout? For people extreme or prolonged stress so
1: we're talking about extreme and prolonged stress so you know if you're just overloaded at work family maybe starting a new project reshaping your life <laughs> like some people we know ring-a-ding-ding and it's just so much too much for one person to handle and it's constant it's all the time there's never a end to it eventually the human mind can only take so much and it's gonna it's gonna snap
0: and that's what we want to do we want to get in there before the snapping we want to recognize that that we're experiencing burnout and figure
1: out what are some of the things to do about it. Or recognize that we're headed that, that way, you know. Down the burnout trail, Burn- they Down say. the burnout trail, there you go.
0: Dave, you, you were actually researching this show for several days, right? Like, you were lo- watching a lot of videos on, on burnout. And the yeah. one that Dave selected w- is by a Dr. Dyke Drummond, the happy M.D. The happy M.D., Happy MD.
1: Yeah, his video, Physician, Burnout, Symptoms, and Gender Differences. It's geared specifically towards physicians, but it seemed to be apropos for everyone, just in general life situations. So he has, uh, what is it, three different signs?
0: These are the warning signs, the things that you could be picking out in your own life or, or people around you that might be experiencing these things. Uh,
2: uh, number one, exhaustion in a downward spiral. Sound familiar? When you're not just tired, that
0: tiredness for Monday gets built upon on Tuesday. And the tiredness of Monday and Tuesday gets built upon on Wednesday and so on and so forth.
2: So it's not just being tired, it's being exhausted. Right.
1: All the time. basically. All the time.
2: And here's another
0: one, and I think that people would not, this is, well, I think exhaustion is something that people might associate, you know, pretty de facto with burnout. This next one, I think, is a real eye opener right and it's using cynicism sarcasm and compassion fatigue mhm so for that guy in the office that's always making cynical or sarcastic comments telltale sign for burnout
1: mhm or you know maybe you have a friend that so doesn't seem to really care about your plight or something that's gone bad in your life that you're trying to seek some kind of compassion from a friend and and you you kind of get the cold shoulder Uh, it could be because they're just burned out and not because they don't care about you
0: I think burnout is something that's probably plaguing our society right now and I think that we're not recognizing it we're not seeing that it's happening and it's happening all around us and we're thinking it's just normal and it's not
1: it's not it's not and it and it's just people who aren't living the life that they can live and and they're just trying to survive and surviving is not it's, it's just too stressful in this day and age to just survive. And you're eventually going to just be burned out.
0: And the third telltale sign that you or someone around you is being affected by burnout is a lack of efficacy. Feeling like you're not making a difference. The work you're doing is getting you nowhere. Have you yeah. ever felt like that? I know I have yeah you're spinning your wheels you're like what am i even doing this for this has no purpose this has no positive benefit on anybody and whether that's you know and obviously that could happen in a workplace situation but you know you that could happen with you just raising your kids Sure, any you know because it's easy to get burned out raising kids and once you if you get into a, a moment where you're like it doesn't even matter how i'm interacting with my kids you need to take a moment and stop. And there might be something going on there. This is not something we're, we're preaching from a white ivory tower down onto the masses.
1: I think this is something that we all have a, some, some experience with. Absolutely. I can tell you after my divorce, I exhibited all three of these symptoms. <laughs> It takes its toll on you mentally, physically, and, you know, looking back on it, I exhibited all three of these, these symptoms. You know, I remember right when it happened that uh, I had friends and family who were ill and it really was just very difficult to find the energy inside me to feel, you know, to I don't even know. I mean, I I felt horrible, but I still felt like there was a sort of disconnect uh, that wasn't normally there because I just didn't have anything left at that point. And I, I, I could only give so much to anyone who came and asked for help because there was just nothing left of me at that point.
0: And that's a sign, you know, that's a sign right, right there.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: When you're like, hmm, I should be feeling a a certain, uh, on an intellectual level, you're like, I should be having this sort of reaction and I'm not.
1: Right. And that's not normal for me because normally I would be affected a lot different. And, you know, I wasn't nearly as self-aware back then, so now- I can go back and really analyze the way I was acting. And I'm like, oh, man, yeah, I was, I was definitely displaying that.
0: Yeah, and, you know, if you are suffering from these symptoms, it's important to get help.
1: Yeah, and that's what if I do.
0: Yeah, if you don't know how to do that, we should probably even do a whole show on how to reach out for help because I think that's something that so often we're told we could do. Right, like right. And, and, and sometimes there's something like a suicide prevention lines, and, and you know we could give out numbers for, for those sorts of things, and, and clearly those are really, really great tools, but you'd rather not get to that point. You'd rather be able to recognize the symptoms before you're in, in that state. Yeah, because it's very complicated, and maybe we even need to bring, bring on a guest about it. But it's just it's just so easy to say, go get help. Right. But when then you like, well, how do I do that? Because I'm not at a point where I'm going to feel comfortable calling a suicide prevention line, or that's not that's not where I'm at right now. Right. But I we we don't want to be letting these things go fallow until you reach that point. And just saying it's saying it in such a simple way of uh, just, oh just go and get help. Um, is really too simplistic, um, and 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 there there's a lot more to be uh, mined there to help help people uh, get get into a better situation. But in the meantime, of, in the meantime, <laughs> there are a few things that we could do to avoid burnout, bring us back from the precipice of burnout, get us out of the burnout phase. And that's being proactive. And for this, we uh, turn to our friend uh, Brendan Burchard and his video, How to Avoid Burnout. And I think he comes up with some really great ideas in his YouTube video about how to prevent this and avoid it. And number one, it's an easy one to predict, but it's get more sleep
1: yeah, this is an easy one, but you most people don't do this, and they need to hear it. We need to hear it. um i'm I'm making it a priority now that I get at least seven hours of sleep every day, because I know the difference between uh seven hours and less than seven hours. There's a huge difference it's it's And it's not just physically, it's it's emotionally, it's mentally. Uh, You know, you're, you're thinking clearer, you're, you're functioning at a higher capacity and sleep is just as important as anything else. It needs
0: to be a priority. And if it's something where it depends on what you're doing, but, you know, and some people have a hard time getting to sleep, uh, you know, in the evening and they turn on the TV or they go to the internet or they play with their you know, mobile phone.
1: Yeah. And all, all bad ideas.
0: Well, they're not going to, in most cases, if you're watching Save and Private Ryan and then you decide <laughs> to go to sleep right afterwards and you find that you're not sleeping, and when you do get to sleep, you're having, you know, unrestful sleep to say the least, um, there's a connection there. And there's things that can be done to. I mean, I find that the best way for me to get to sleep is to read, pick up a book. Mm -hmm. You know, either. And I'm not saying. And again, different people consume books differently nowadays. Whether it's an audio book, um, or you know, an app on your phone or whatever. But I find like a physical book, or even one of the e-readers, I find to be not overly. Technical, you know, it, it's 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 it maintains the. It, it's not a phone, right? It's not a bright screen shining in your face.
1: And here's another thing that I think people do when they lay down to go to sleep: they start planning out the day, the next day, right? And if you plan that out before you go to bed, one, you have the day planned out, and two. You don't have to worry about when you lay down. you can just lay down and think about sheep jumping over a fence and fall asleep. Uh, it's
0: true. It, planning in a, a mindful way, and not in a not because if you're sitting down at a table and you have your planner out in front of you, and, and hopefully you have your planner that works for you in place, and you write down what you have to do whether it be a mind dump or, or, or here's the five things I got to do tomorrow and prioritize them, then you're done. You can move on. But if you're lying down in bed and thinking about all the things you have to do, it doesn't end. It's just a big circular thing that goes on and on and on and on and on and on. And,
1: and it's, keep, it's keeping your brain busy when, it's, when you, your brain needs to stop and, and relax.
0: And again, even if you do fall asleep, what, what's going on in your brain when you're sleeping? Right. You're probably going to get right back on that uh, conveyor belt and keep running through those thoughts over and over and over again. And again, none of this is actually helping you get any of these things done. No. It's not actually helping you get it done. It's doing the opposite. And that's the important thing to keep in mind.
1: And it's also doing damage to your body.
0: Yeah. It's been scientifically proven that when you don't get enough sleep your cognition your mood your energy all suffer. Right. You basically become an a-hole.
1: Yes. Just think about when you get just a couple hours of sleep and then you have to get up and go, you know, go to work or go do something. You're you're not in a good mood. You're in a crappy mood. You're not fun to be around.
0: It's a, it's absolutely true. Um, another idea that Brendan throws out there uh, to avoid and and keep burnout at bay is, and this is his uh, suggestion: say no first. Hmm. Yeah, we've talked about this before. I don't like to say no. I like to keep the option open and on the table because I'm open to my mind shifting. But the automatic yes, I think, is a more more of the problem than having to say no, right? If that makes any sense.
1: And I think sometimes it's an ego thing that that we feel good that somebody comes to us for help, and we want to, you know, we want to show that we're the big helpful do gooder.
0: Yeah, and in, in a separate video. Uh, by, by Dr. Drummond, uh, the happy MD, and this video is called Work-Life Balance for Physicians. Again, this is physicians focus, but I think uh, it's helpful for everybody. Four Secrets to Saying No. It, so it's not just Bouchard that is saying that saying no is an important part of this burnout prevention idea. We put too much on our plate, and then we wonder why we can't get everything done.
1: All right. And if you're not, you don't have all that stuff organized and planned out. It's just, it's just nothing but chaos on top of chaos on top of chaos. And who can manage all of that?
2: And this gets back to our two-parter planning episode.
0: Right. Um, If you're not planning your day, then you don't really know what you have on your plate.
1: And the Happy MD has some good ideas about saying no. And, and the first thing is he, he says, practice, I love this one, practice, plan out how you're going to say no, what you're going to say, and then say it to, you know, your, your business partner or your friend or wife or or husband and have maybe a few different no's for different, (laughs) different scenarios.
0: (laughs) No, no, no.
2: I'm sorry, honey, but you're getting a no. <laughs> Maybe that's not a good idea. Maybe
0: a different no would be more appropriate in that yeah, situation. That's, that's an inappropriate no.
1: That's an inappropriate no.
0: That's why you practice to make sure to avoid the inappropriate no's. Right. Especially if you're burned out.
1: Right, because you don't even want to be bumbling over your no, and then it just sounds like you're trying to make something up.
2: Right.
0: You, You, you know, none of us... Well, most of us don't want to be the a-hole, and sometimes we think that saying no is it's the a-hole, you know, move. And another thing that Drummond, Dr. Drummond was saying is give yourself time to answer. And this is sort of, I think, along the lines of what I was saying as far as not saying a definitive no up, up front is give, if you give yourself some time to answer, you're like, hey, you know, let me consider this, you know, let me think about it for 24 hours and I'll get back to you. Um, That's an uh, uh, absolutely appropriate way to handle being asked to do anything of, of significance.
1: Yeah, But again, also if it is something that you want to say yes to, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity or something like that. Then you have to decide, is there something I can take out that I'm already doing so that I balance zero and not, overload my my work schedule because if you can't say yes to something without taking something away if you're already at capacity
0: going back to the Brendan bouchard video uh, how to avoid burnout the third thing to look out for is scheduled time to do email and texting at this one I I know people who do this, and it's annoying as hell because you know you're like you have to wait until they you know the the until it comes back up on their schedule for them to email you back. Right, it's annoying as hell, but you know you sort of have to respect it. It's like you don't want to because then we've talked about this on this program before. You can't really multitask. You do one. You can do one thing well at a time. And if you're bouncing around to six, from six different things at a time, you're not going to be doing any of them very
1: well. Yeah.
0: And usually that if you're bouncing around to six different things, email and text uh, are high up on the list as far as things that, that you are, are doing that are distracting you. If you block off time to do those things, then you could that they Number one, are not a distraction for the rest of the day. And two, you could give more mindful, purposeful responses to those emails uh, when, when you're doing them. And you're, you know, you're not scatterbrained when you're replying to people and less likely to give bad responses.
1: Yeah. I mean, just like everything else, if you're just focused on one thing, you're giving that your full attention, you're going to do it a thousand times better than if you're multitasking. And it's so easy to be distracted by your phone. I mean, you can, I bet there's times throughout the day where you reach down and pick up your phone and start looking at it with, before you even realize that you're doing it, you know. So, in those times when you don't schedule or when you're not scheduled to text or email, you shouldn't have your phone near you because it's so easy to look over or the little screen lights up or you hear a ding and that's it. Your, your focus is now on the phone.
2: Ooh, a red bubble. <laughs> I wonder what that could be. It's very Pavlovian, isn't it? It's extremely Pavlovian. We're all just dogs. And Bruchard ends his video by, again, hitting
0: on something that we started this podcast with.
2: The last thing he suggests is ask for help. It's not an easy thing to do, and you know we've we've hit this
0: we've hit this note several times today. But I think it's if you take one nugget away from this podcast, it's asking for help if you're struggling with any of these symptoms that we've been describing today, um, could dramatically affect your life and your experience and how you experience your life. So on that note, I think that one other resource that you have is really the livid or wasted community. I mean, if you're struggling and you don't feel that you have someone to talk to or communicate with or bounce an idea off, that's what the livid or wasted community is, is there for. That's what the livid or wasted page is about. So, please come over, share your experiences with burnout, some ways that you've dealt with it uh, that have helped, or if you tried any of the tips that we're sharing today, uh, or if something that we've said uh, has resonated with you to, to recognize something in yourself or someone around you, uh, we definitely want to know about it.
1: And take it seriously, too. Please.
0: And take it absolutely seriously. And um, I, I, we've come up with a new way to get to the Live It or Waste It uh, uh, page on Facebook, um, in Facebook or even in Google. Just type in "Live It or Waste It" now, and you'll go directly to the page. Hey, look at that! How, how about that, huh? Live It or Waste It now. Thank you for being out there. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing, and thank you Megasense. for sharing. For sharing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and if you want to reach out to me directly, you could hit me up at SomeoneTalkMedia.com. I'm always there. You, there's several ways to reach me from there.
1: Or if you want to reach me, I'm at Winedesigns.com. Now go out there and live it.
0: Do not waste it.
1: Peace and love.
2: This has been a production of SomeoneTalkedMedia.com.